Good evening, and welcome to this episode of the podcast to fall asleep to. I'm half asleep, and I'm here to talk about things that are unimportant and uninteresting until you take this train to Sleepy Town. I am half asleep. We're a few hours away from when I release this episode. Usually I record and edit and schedule a post more in advance than this, but uh, not this week. I'm going to record this episode and then edit it and then schedule it to post for like four hours later. Yes, I am a bit tired. I'm, I really am half asleep. I'm also Jimmy Joe, and I can be found on the internet. And the podcast can be found on the internet. On Instagram at podcast fall asleep too. Same thing on Facebook. Twitter is podcast. T fat. That's podcast T F A T because podcast fall asleep to is too many characters for a Twitter username. I may reach uh, email podcast fall asleep to at gmail.com. It's a great place. If you want to write in with any feedback, suggestions for things you want to talk about and what have you, you can also interact on any of the social media I talked about and leave nice ratings and reviews on whatever you're listening to this on, whatever iTunes or SoundCloud or whatever you're listening to it on. Stitcher, if you're Stina, my friend who's also uh, the host of the Drinks and Disney podcast. Actually, she had, she does three podcasts now. Drinks and Disney, um, Jamie is Bits of Jam, and uh, the last one is, uh, she just started, it's called uh, Dreadful Dames. But those are for uh, interesting podcasting. This is this is not about that. I think part of the reason I'm so tired is because I went to the spa today, and it was really really wonderful. But it was also just. Uh, it's a lot, sort of wears you out. Wears me out anyway. Alright, so I'm going to try to remember uh, all the different stuff I did at the spa today. We got there and uh, checked in. It was, I was, we went with my girlfriend and then two of our friends. And my girlfriend and I were a little late, so... Uh, 
they had already um, paid for their admission and were waiting for us in the lobby. So we got there and I wanted to do a body scrub and I didn't realize you had to do it right then and there. You, you had to book it before you went in. Because one time, a couple of years ago, I just saw the guy doing body scrubs and I asked him if I could get one. And he said that I could if I wanted to. And that he would, he would, he looked, they give you like a little watch thing with um, numbers on it. So he would just charge it to my number. But uh, I guess you're supposed to do it beforehand. So I scheduled my body scrub. And then I went in and found my locker and uh, got naked with my friends. Our two friends were with, my girlfriend was in the ladies' room. At this spa, there are gender-separated floors that are full nude and then a mixed gender, a co-ed floor that is, uh, they give you like t-shirts and shorts to wear but so me and my two friends were on the men's floor naked I went and I took a shower had a shave in the shower and then my friends wanted to test out the hot tub but that they have two hot tubs a warm tub and a hot tub and the hot one is usually too hot for me to take. I can't, it's too hot for me to do. I've done it a couple times, but usually I just, it just, it's unpleasant. It hurts too much, so I don't do it. And it was too hot today for all three of us. So we went to the warm tub, which is hotter than most hot tubs, but not as hot as the crazy hot tub at the spa. And I think coming out of there, I didn't, I didn't do a cold plunge. I did a, a sh cold shower pull. It's like a, those old like emergency shower things in like the chemistry classroom. Sidebar. Remember the chemistry safety video? That video was awesome. Anyway, it's like a, you just pull it and it showers you with cold water for like 10 seconds. I did that. And then we went into the steam sauna, which was fine. And then um, it was like toward the tail end, like just before it started steaming again is when we went in and sat down. And so it was like not as hot as you would want it to be. And then the steam started and it started getting like so hot. We left while the steam was going. It was going for like several minutes and finally it was just getting hotter and hotter. And me and my friend who were in there at the time were desert boys, so... Steam is a little bit much for us. So we went out and did another shower pull, and then we went into the dry sauna, 
which is more my game. That was nice. Nice and hot. Uh, and then it was getting time for my body scrub. So I went and that's when I did a cold plunge. And then I went back into the hot tub to get my skin nice and ready for the scrub. And that's when they called me for the scrub. So I went in and I laid down on this uh, plastic covered like massage table kind of thing. And uh, the guy, Mr. Lee, he put a towel over my eyes and a towel over my junk and started uh, throwing hot water on me. And then he started scrubbing me and it hurt, uh, hurt pretty bad. It was good, like... It didn't feel good in that it wasn't really pleasant at all, but it felt good in that it felt like it was a good thing to be happening to my body, even if it hurt. Uh, one surprise was when he was getting the part of my inner thigh where my junk was laying on, he grabbed the towel that was on it and lifted it and then scrubbed that part of my inner thigh and then dropped it. Did that on both sides. And I turned over, he did my back. And then he soaped my back and rinsed it off. And then I turned over and he put the towel back on my junk and back on my eyes. And he soaped my front. Lifted my junk again when he got the uh, to that area. And then he rinsed me off, and uh, that was it. And then I went uh, upstairs to meet uh, my girlfriend and my friends who were on the roof. One of my friends was having a cigarette. We hung out there for a while. And then we went down and had a snack. And we went and laid in the salt sauna and the clay sauna. A salt sauna is a sauna with these big honking salt crystals. I feel like I might have talked about going to this spa on an episode before, but well, whatever. I've been doing this show for over a year now. and I'm not going to remember all the boring shit that I talked about. And honestly, repetition is boring, so it's probably good if I have talked about it before. But yeah, so the, the sauna, you lay down in these big honking salt crystals, and then the clay sauna, it's, uh, you lay down in these clay balls. And Morgan was getting a, my girlfriend was getting a body scrub while we did that. So she came up, and uh, she hadn't eaten... She she was getting her body scrub while we ate and while we did the saunas, so she came back up and we got some more food. And then uh, we went, we did the 
clay sauna, the jade sauna, the salt sauna. Oh, we had stepped into one sauna that's like over 200 degrees, just me and one of my friends. This is while Morgan was getting her um, body scrub. And that one was just too hot, so we were in there for like a couple minutes and then we went out. But yeah, so we did all those and then we did the cold sauna to finish her off. And we were hydrating pretty well throughout it, but I think I just, yeah, I was actually feeling a little under the weather the last few days. Uh, I was supposed to go to a friend's birthday thing the other day and I missed it just because I, I just wasn't really feeling well, wasn't feeling up to it. Um, so I think that as much as I was trying to stay hydrated, I just, I, w- I wasn't going to win that battle. So I, I was feeling a little, a little, uh, just yucky by the end of it. Like, you know, kind of had a headache, like I think mostly just dehydrated and my body was flushing out all these toxins, but it wasn't hydrated enough to get them all the way out. So I was just left feeling not too great, but I'm, I'm feeling better now. Anyway, we went back down and I uh, I shaved a spot that I had missed shaving that Morgan pointed out to me, pointed out to me when I went upstairs. And then we got in the hot tub again and uh, well, that was it. I almost got in the dry sauna too, but I thought, eh, I was already feeling kind of, um, kind of nauseous at that point, so... I just said, eh, it's done. Took a shower, got dressed, and left. It was great. I love the spa. I love saunas and hot tubs and Korean food and my friends and my girlfriend. and communal public nudity. And the rooftop views in Koreatown. There's a nice building, a white building you can see from the roof of the of the spa. That's, that's really nice. It's a nice... I think today, one of, part of the reason it looked so nice was the sky was really clear in L.A. today. It was like a really blue sky, like filmmakers and photographers. I hope that they were getting some good footage, some good shots today because the skyline, it was like the least smog I've ever seen in the LA sky. It was, it was awesome. That was uh, my day at the spa. Something else I wanted to talk about. I thought I might save it for a different episode, but I got some more stuff to record now, and I'm tired, so I'm probably not going to record another episode tonight. I'll probably just finish this, edit it, and schedule it to post. 
And I might have actually talked about it before on the show anyway, so whatever. What the fuck, I'll do it now. I have a question concerning the movie Kill Bill that I think is very important, which I know this podcast doesn't usually do, but it's not actually important, so whatever. In Kill Bill... One of the first scenes. Is it the first scene? I don't know. Early, early in the movie. The first fight scene, at least. Is the bride confronting Vivica Fox. Uh, And she fights her and kills her. And she leaves and she's driving the pussy wagon. And then it goes and shows uh, her waking up at the hospital from the coma and being devastated about everything that's happened to her. And she kills Bud. Buck. Sorry, his name's Buck. Bud is Bill's brother, I think. Anyway. Yeah, Buck. She kills Buck. And she takes his pussy wagon. And then in the chronology of the story, she goes from there to Japan, to Okinawa, to get the sword from the Hanzo sword, the Hotori Hanzo sword. And then she takes the sword uh, to Tokyo to go fight Oren Ishii in the Crazy 88, which she does. And all of that is just to have happened before she goes to fight Vernita Green, Vivica Fox. Because when she fights Vivica Fox, when she leaves in the pussy wagon, she has her list of the people she's going to kill, and the first one on the list is already she, and it's already crossed out, so she's already killed her. And we see when she's on the plane, that she's making the list. So she wakes up from the coma. This is just the chronology of the story. The film is told in a non-linear way um, from a lot of, there's a lot of like, you know, flashbacks and flash forwards or whatever. But the chronology of the story of the events that take place in this film world She wakes up from in the hospital and kills Buck and takes the pussy wagon. She flies to Japan to get the sword and to kill Orenishi. Then she flies back to America to fight and kill uh, Copperhead. And she shows up to her house and leaves in the pussy wagon. So my question is, what did she do with the pussy wagon? And I've I've asked this before, maybe on the podcast, definitely in life, but maybe on the podcast also, I don't remember. But anyway, the pussy wagon belonged to a dead man. She was barely able to get out of the hospital. She spent so long remembering the tutelage of Pyme just so she could wiggle her toe. 
And so I don't think she did anything to, you know, hide the bodies of Buck and the guy that he had, uh, who had paid to go and rape her, uh, her comatose body. So, you know, they're going to find those bodies. Buck's car is, I mean, that thing stand the pussy wagon, that, that's a, that car stands out, you know, to anyway. Uh, but now it also belongs to a dead man. So like, I mean, you're not going to drive that anywhere without a cop, you know, running the plate on that and, and she's in serious trouble. So you would think she would take it and just ditch it and, you know, go to the airport and get on, uh, you know, get to Japan to do her business. But the thing is, she gets back to America and gets the pussy wagon because she takes that to Vernita Green. So, so what did she do with it? And why? Why? It's such a conspicuous car and she's going around to murder people. So why would you, why would she go through the effort to keep it? And... What, how did she do that? Did she leave it in like long, long-term airport storage parking? Seems like might get caught that way. I don't know. Did she have a place, some sort of storage unit or something to keep it at? I mean, did she, you know, where did, where did she, where did she keep it? Why did she keep it? These are the questions. These are the questions. Cracking my knuckles. Also, it's a real bummer to see Harvey Weinstein's name on in, on those movies. That motherfucker. Anyway, I'm half asleep. I'm Jimmy Joe. That's going to be it for tonight. I already told you all the social media stuff, so... I'll leave you with uh, just the thought that, you know, my guess is you're doing all right. Just based on probability of my listeners, I think you're doing all right. You should feel good about that. And I hope you feel a little more relaxed if you haven't fallen asleep already. If you need to play the episode again or listen to a different episode or whatever helps you fall asleep or just relax, maybe just just know that even if you're not asleep, just resting, giving your body time to time to just you know just be there and not do anything that that that's good for you too. So you'll fall asleep. I'll be good. And very soon I will get to go to sleep as well, which I want to do because I'm quite tired. On that note, I'm going to say goodnight. I'm Jimmy Joe. Until next week, sweet dreams.